Welcome to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Bussey. I've lost over 80 pounds and kept it off for years now. I was a professional at losing weight and then gaining it all back and then some over decades and decades. I finally figured out how to have peace around food, the scale, and my body, and I have 100% confidence that this struggle has ended for me in a complete victory. I'll provide all my tips and tricks, as well as solid strategies and tools for you to consider and then implement, for you to finally put this issue behind you forever. These strategies will work for whatever struggle you're facing, whether it's with your weight or any pain point. So stay with me, even if you've never had an issue with your weight. Let me make it abundantly clear that I am in no way a medical professional or registered dietitian, so please consult one or the other if you have any specific medical or dietary needs, but... If you know for sure that this battle is not meant for you at all, but you're wondering how to finally escape and get out of the diet cycle and mentality, please have a listen. I'm ready to share all the things I was missing and all the mistakes I made so you can learn from my failures and get yourself some traction, take action, and then ride the wave of momentum right along with me. Basically, I'll show you how I won so you can too. Let's go. Hey friends, hey friend, hey, how are you today? How about that rhyme? Well, it's getting hot over here in the SoCal. <laughs> I foresee myself recording these earlier in the day so I can get myself out there on a walk before it gets too hot. Trying to get some new hats over here so I can like not have the sun shining and beating down on my head and my face. So exploring new hats over here, getting ready to go on a walk, wearing my sunscreen. Wonder what the temperature is where you are and or when you might be listening to this where you're like, I'm in snow today. What is she talking about? But in SoCal this time of the year, nice and hot. Alrighty, let's dive into our topic for today, which is something I've been thinking about and working on this all year long. And so I thought, well, I'm in the middle of this year and this is like a big focus for me. So certainly don't have all this figured out, but definitely wanted to share it with you, see if it encourages you as it has completely been starting to transform the way I'm thinking of things. And I mean, the way I've been thinking about things in my whole life, and the topic today is why I believe that balance is somewhat of a mythical unicorn. So let's dive into that today. Like I said, I've been thinking about this all year. And the first layer of this was, uh, do you remember how, <laughs> and I wonder if you still feel this way, but I just have been so aware the last couple of years of all the science that's been emerging about how multitasking, which used to be like the thing, all of our lives that we tried to do, wanted to make sure that that was on our resume of something that we really were good at, all the multitasking, uh, but that it's kind of all sort of a false, you know, it's not, it's not true, multitasking is not awesome. Because all the science now has shown, which you're probably aware, that when we do too much multitasking, or honestly any multitasking at all, and are not just focused on one thing at a time, 
it just gets us out of our flow. And the science can, shows that it can take up to 20 full minutes to get yourself back in a flow when you start multitasking and trying to do 17 things at once instead of just one. But if you grew up when I grew up, being a championship level multitasker was what everybody was looking for, that you could wear all the hats. Oh, capable of wearing many hats. And so obviously in our lives, yes, we have to wear many hats and yes, multitasking is happening. But when I became aware that it was all sort of fake, <laughs> fake news or whatever, that multitasking was a good thing, it really did shift you know, my mindset uh, a few years ago. And then all the way down to what I've now been considering and I really purposed to when I was setting up my goals for this year, I really wanted to sit with the concept that what if all together on the whole, even just having quote unquote balance was somewhat of a myth. So I think you'll find, I've been hearing this in a lot of entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurial circles, uh, more so than weight loss, but obviously I think it applies with weight loss and you will see why I think so in a moment. But I think what's funny is I have had, always in the spare bathroom for decades, I mean, I've probably had this for 30 years, this tiny uh, little porcelain elephant, which is sitting on top of one of those like circus pedestals that, you know, if you ever went to a circus and know anything about a circus, that the elephant, you know, part of one of the tricks they would have an elephant do would be to have it stand on this pedestal and I had this to remind me how important it was to have, quote unquote, balance. And I still have it. I've always had it. I've had it everywhere I went, everywhere I ever moved. It's literally probably moved with me in like seven or eight places that I've lived since I first got it. Still there now. But now I'm looking at it from a whole new perspective. Now it's sort of reminding me. <laughs> The balance is not really a thing. And what's so funny is obviously you're looking at this elephant sitting on top of this little pedestal and it just doesn't look like the elephant's super comfortable. So um, all the poor elephants have been in the circuses for all these years. I hope it's a good experience for an elephant. I know some people feel really strongly about not having an elephant in the circus and all that, uh, but I did grow up with that experience. So sending all the love to all the elephants and hoping they're well taken care of, whether they're in captivity or otherwise. But I just want you to know that for me, I'm seeing that balance has really just caused me to be massively overextended in my life. It has not really been a useful concept. And so I'm like, can I just throw that one off this year? Can I really see what it would look like to just throw the whole concept of balance off. Does that make you want to kind of gasp? Like, how would that even work? Like, I thought balance was a thing we were supposed to have. And so I just want to pack, unpack for you some of the things that came up for me as I've been exploring that this year. And honestly, been being super refreshed by the whole concept. So I think the first layer that I had to work with was... If I really slow down my life and start to spend more time zeroing into one area of importance in my life at a time, is this like a massively selfish endeavor? And is 
this just me being selfish. And so I think that's like the root thing I had to really sit with. But as I'm seeing, as we're, you know, halfway through a year that I've been sitting with this and working with it and trying it out, is that my choices here have not really proven to be selfish. It's more like I've been able to provide more value to the people in my life and to all the different areas of my life by really slowing down and sort of focusing on one at a time and not trying to keep all these balls up in the air or being this sad little elephant trying to balance its largeness on one small little pedestal. So one of the examples that always comes to mind, because this is like always been a big one for me, is because I was not a person who was married until my late 30s. Have we talked about that? I didn't get married until I was 36. So the focus of my life until the point when I got married was just around all my personal relationships and all my friendships. So I would just spend all of my spare time with friends and going to lunches and multiple appointments with friends and thing after thing. And all my weekends were full with like four and five people I was seeing. And my husband, as we started to date and spend time together, was like, wow, it's like you're spending a lot of time doing friendship maintenance, he would call it. I was like, oh, that's so interesting. And so as you can imagine, when he became a part of my life, trying to navigate putting him in first place with my 36 years of adoring all of my friendships. Like it just wasn't a sustainable, you know, model there for me to be having all of these same friends all my life. And honestly, some of them, I had to sort of like let them go, honestly, and sort of put everybody down, you know, and like the big bag I was carrying of friends and like set the whole big bag down of people and just sort of see who I needed to pick up one at a time and who was sort of on my heart to keep connected with. And then honestly, some of the people just went away when I wasn't running around um, doing friendship maintenance. It sort of was like the true, truer friends. And not that I don't love all the people that have sort of faded away. Like if I haven't spoken to you in 30 years, I still love you. I'm still in contact with people I went to preschool with. So Love everybody in my life, but obviously it's not sustainable to keep every friend you ever had in your whole life. But this was like a really rock my world sort of concept that maybe I like couldn't keep all this up. And I was trying to balance, you know, my marriage with these personal relationships and how my life had been before. And the way I was operating was just not healthy at all. I would just have like some sort of bizarre internal clock that would go on And this nagging feeling like it had been too long since I had been in contact with someone. And so I would be the first one to reach out. But then I noticed that some of these people were not reaching out to me. So it's like when I really could step back and see that, I was like, oh, this area of my life was very out of balance. And I needed to sort of let it turn into something more reasonable. I was just carrying everybody and everyone around and everything in my life. Like I'm saying, and you've heard me speak of this before, but it was like I was carrying this enormous heavy bag of everything and everyone. And I had to set the bag down and then one at a time sort of choose the things that I was going to pick up again and put into a much smaller and more sustainable bag. 
So instead of having this sort of fixed mindset about all that and how it had to be and how I had to keep in touch with everybody I ever met and loved, um, you know, I had to have a more flexible mindset about all this. So I'm hoping as you hear me say this about the sort of areas of my life that I really focus on and when I'm sitting down to set up goals, um, I always do this in December for the next year, but my categories revolve around uh, first my faith as a Jesus follower, second my husband even after my faith, and then my family comes right after that, and then the friends, and then the work and my business. So these are sort of my categories that I'm working from. But can you imagine, like, as you hear me talk about it, I'm trying to keep all these things in balance, you know, quote unquote, like this is the goal. How can I do all these things, you know, well, but maybe I'm not really doing all these things well, because I'm sort of, you know, a little here, a little there, a little this, a little that, but nothing's really being done well. So... There are times that I'm super energized and that I feel, you know, even called to like spend some time on a certain area. Like right now is a time when there's some people in my family that are going through some really complicated things. So I'm spending a lot extra time with family issues that maybe some of my friends I'm not able to spend as much time with or reach out to like I would love to because the family is really taking a priority right now. And then there've definitely been times with my work and business and right now, you know, again, there's like a lot of stuff going on at work. Like I have to spend some extra time on the work. And if I'm keeping every single ball up in the air all the time, I just don't feel like everything is being done well. So are there times like I still feel like my faith is first and absolutely it is and I definitely have had seasons where I can spend more time really soaking in that and learning and spending time with the Lord and all the things. But there are other seasons when, you know, my husband and my marriage had to like, we had to stop the train and work on an issue with the marriage. Like this is normal. There are just seasons. So I hope as I say it, you can understand that like this, I feel like it's a unicorn. Like it can't happen that you have balance with all things at all times. I spent, as you know, several years doing a deep dive when I finally was like, I have to get my weight and my health under, you know, to the place I want them to be. I want to say under control because I, I mean, there's much I can control. I can't always control everything, but I spent some time where some other areas of my life, they got put a little on the back burner, but it was for good. Because now I can pour into people, friends, family, with my work and at my business, like with this knowledge and with like how I've changed my life in this area. And it was 100% worth it. But if I only gave it like, you know, a small amount of priority with my health and my weight issue, then how do you think that was going to work for me? How did that work for me for 40 plus years when I only gave it like a little bit of attention? So as it pertains to about the food with this issue, are you finding yourself like I was completely frazzled, just trying to keep everything in balance all the way down to the details of then like what food 
Are we even grabbing just like to find whatever food or driving through a drive-thru or doing whatever that we aren't even thinking it through because we're trying to keep all these other areas in balance? And what wonderful thing might happen if we could just spend a little time really focusing on that issue? I can tell you it certainly helped for me and I, I don't feel like you have to spend as much time as I did because I would just figure it out by myself. And I feel like I've learned so much that I could help you to really accelerate this but are you so just exhausted trying to be in balance that you're not even able to make rational decisions about your own health? Um, you know, first and foremost, that you just might need to get some sleep, drink a glass of water, or go on a walk, or, you know, take some time to prepare some food because you're taking time <laughs> to work on an area that is so important in our health. Like how can we help and keep everything else in balance in our life? if we aren't even taking care of ourselves. But then we have to talk about the issue, which is what I've experienced, which has been really hard for me, a recovering people pleaser, is that you know some people are gonna not be happy with you when you choose to really go all in in a certain area of your life one at a time. But I feel like I can really 10X things when I'm focusing on them one thing at a time and not just trying to multitask at every turn. It's just not sustainable. I'm not really focused, but as I'm really dialing into things one at a time, people aren't happy because maybe I'm not responding to texts like I used to, or maybe I don't even do email anymore. That's a whole podcast I'll do. I don't even do email. So I really had some serious pushback from people that were like demanding for me to answer these very long-winded emails just from my personal email, and I just can't keep that up anymore. You're just gonna need to send me a text or pick up the phone, and or I may or may not answer your phone call for some time. I have very good boundaries around my text and my phone, and not everybody's super happy about that. I've certainly experienced people not being happy that they weren't able to reach me on a dime, and that's just something like, I. there's only so much I can do. I'm just only one person. <laughs> don't have the same energy that I had when I was, you know, 19. And I just have to accept that I might have some limitations now. But as I'm going through my year, I'm really seeing that my, you know, my big fear was that I would just, you know, this would appear to be selfish and or was I really being selfish. But honestly, I have found almost every area of my life has just massively accelerated because of taking the time to do things one thing at a time and not focusing on having every little thing in balance. So wanna, I wanna ask you this week for our action item of the week is how is the concept of balance working for you? <laughs> Can you spend some time thinking of uh, Am I spending my time spinning my wheels trying to keep everything in balance and maybe nothing is in balance? I'm not taking care of even my most basic fundamental needs like my actual health, well-being, and you know, even getting some sleep. And then on top of it, the biggest thing was are you beating yourself up that you don't have everything in balance? I think, like, oh, I should have mentioned this sooner because this is a whole tangent I could go off on. But I think the biggest thing was I was trying to keep everything in balance 
and then beating myself up because nothing was in balance. <laughs> nothing was even close to in balance. I was just barely giving a little attention here, there, and everywhere. So on top of not being in balance and being exhausted trying to keep everything in balance, I was beating myself up that nothing was in balance. So could you take some time this week to examine are there areas of your life that you're just kind of have all these balls up in the air and you're just like trying to keep them from not falling on your head that we just need to really sit down and see if we can just take the larger areas of our life and take them more one at a time and see if we can focus on one thing, one area at a time. I would love to help you work through this as I'm still working through it myself. So at the moment, I just, every time I look at that elephant in the, in the spare bathroom, I'm like, oh, that poor elephant. Like, we're just not even doing that anymore. Balance is a unicorn. It's a myth. It's a poor little elephant on a pedestal. But can we slow down this week and just focus on doing one thing at a time and doing it well and doing it with love, doing it from a place of Peace, because we know we're just going to do one thing at a time. And can we just let that be okay? So talk to me about that one. Let me know how you feel about it. I am sending you just the biggest love always as I work through these things with you. There are some areas of life that I feel like I'm an expert in. And then most of the things I love to share on the podcast are the things I'm still working through with you. So let's work through it together. I am here for you. I'm confident in all the areas that we can find a new normal with one thing at a time instead of all the multitasking, quote unquote, which I just believe was a big lie and with balance, which perhaps is just a mythical unicorn. Okay, I love you all so much. Hope you have a great week and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. It has been my absolute joy to have you with me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review. Let's build a community and you can help this effort by taking just a moment to give us the best rating so that others can find us and join us on the journey. Please be in touch with me at my website, which is SoFarSoGoodCoaching.com. Would love to hear from you on Instagram as well, which is at SoFarSoGoodCoaching. See you next time. Until then, let's take our lives so far and make them so good.